0: Welcome to Movies in the Buff. In this week's episode of the storyboard, where we share industry news. Pick a perfectly ripe avocado out of the bunch and don't buy any any others. And give you all a preview of next week's movie. Not even up streaming movies. Well, listen, the metaphors are hard. Do you don't I, I I'm not being prescriptive. Uh, we didn't get the preview. Next week's movie is um. Next week's movie is. Love the... oh. No, it's French Connection. Oh shit! God, I'm so bad. All right, that's it.
1: Okay. Well, good. <laughs> French Connection next week. Avocados. Avocados. French Connection. We're all ready and present. Uh. Okay. So I have some really, I have two little bits of movie news. Okay, um, a small bit of movie news. I saw Knives Out finally, and uh, you son of a bitch, finally, finally. And oh, do you is that your news? Okay, you take that news because I have okay. other news. Okay, so you Brett will have some Knives Out news. Oh
0: we'll, uh, we'll just go ahead and say Knives Out is getting a sequel. It's been announced by the producers. It's getting a sequel. They're re gonna the. Uh, Presuming Daniel Craig signs on, they want to be at a, a to, to turn it into another story about uh, Ben, what Benoit Boudreaux or whatever yeah. his name is, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and his investigations uh, into a different crime, um, which makes me a little nervous that they're going to try to turn this into like a franchise. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, as long as Ryan Johnson's involved, I'm down. Yeah. Um. He's done movies like...
1: <laughs> like
0: what? Like Looper and The Last Jedi. Oh, that's what he did. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard. <laughs> I haven't heard of um, I've never I heard me- of the first one. I've but... never mentioned it on the podcast. Yeah. So What was that second one? Uh, Last, Star Wars. Last,
1: Last Jedi? Yeah. The French film? Yep. Yeah. It, well, and, you know, Brick. Sure. Was his very first one. And apparently Joseph Gordon-Levitt makes appearances in every movie. Since yeah. Brick, huh? Yeah. So, like in this movie, he played in Knives Out. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is credited as like the it the the voice of the the like detective show that Uh-oh. the his, the Hispanic family's watching in the the morning after the death. That's funny. And, and he's a star. Storm he's stormtrooper storm in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. that and one he's I knew. Bruce Willis yeah. and Bruce Willis.
0: <laughs> he's Bruce Willis in Bruce Willis. In Bruce
1: Willis cat, tries to kill Bruce Willis. <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, yeah, he he's
1: actually like in that movie. Yeah, he's legit in that movie. That's cool. I'm yeah, I'm excited. I I had a lot of fun in that movie. I'm just super fun. Uh, there. So, okay, I still have I have a bunch of like new stuff. So this is this is good. Uh, Thirteen the musical is gonna be getting a Netflix adaptation, which is exciting.
0: Thirteen the movie, the musical, the Netflix show. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. I think that'll be cool. I don't know. Do you know anything about 13? No. Um, is it
0: based off the movie?
1: No, no, no. Okay. It's completely different. It's based on, it's a Jason Robert Brown musical. Okay. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jason Robert Brown did Last Five Years and Parade and Songs, Songs, for, Songs a for a New World, World and, and Bridges of Madison County. Um, and this is, uh, this like launched the career of Didn't Ariana he also Grande. Did Fish? No. No. Okay. Uh, Ariana Grande uh, on Broadway this it's all about like 13 year olds like middle school aged um, high school aged and um, it was like completely starring that age group actual age group and it was sort of like high school musical before high school musical Um, and the music's great I've worked on it before with with uh, kids over the summer and it's like it's fun and I think it'll be a good and I hope it would be a good adaptation. Jason Robert Brown is notoriously like stingy with his with his music and his adaptation, and yeah, and who can produce even like,
0: which is crazy considering what happened to his last five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and uh, and so presumably he's going to be very much involved E-being in this or so. something. Yeah. So that's that's fun little news. Uh, the the news that I was really excited about sharing this week is so this is uh you know we're recording this the morning of the day of the Oscars so this is like
0: the morning of the day of the night of the Oscars the, the <laughs> day after the
1: the day before the, the day, day after ab- tomorrow oh, that's today um and so you know for those of you who who enjoy movies and fo- kind of follow news or whatever this by this time will the time this episode comes out will be kind of old news. But the Razzies have announced their whole slate. Oh, sweet! And I love
0: yes. The give Razzies. us the rundown.
1: So, uh, the leaders, the cats, is the leader with eight nominations.
0: Did you ever end up seeing that? No, but I, I still either. want to.
1: I still, I'm still going to see it. So, worst picture. Well, for those who don't know, the Razzies are like the the. Counter to the
0: Oscars, yeah, they're the the photo negative. Yeah,
1: they celebrate the worst performances of the year,
0: and they invite the actors and directors and thank people. And they normally don't come. Yeah, Except but sometimes, sometimes they do. Yeah, sometimes they do. <laughs> Halle Berry famously accepted hers and gave a speech uh-huh. for Catwoman. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. So worst picture, Cats, the fanatic, as mentioned as a recommendation on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Haunting of Sharon Tate, A Medea Family Funeral, Rambo Last Blood. Worst Actor, James Franco in Zeroville, David Harbour in Hellboy, Matthew McConaughey in Serenity, Sylvester Stallone in Rambo Last Blood, John Travolta in The Fanatic, and Trading Paint.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how they like, cut like just, yes. Yeah,
1: it's great. Worst Actress, Hilary Duff in The Haunting of Sharon Tate, Anne Hathaway in The Hustle and Serenity. Francesca Hayward in Cats. Taylor Perry as Medea in A Medea Family Funeral. Rebel Wilson in The Hustle. We're supporting actress, Jessica Chastain. They didn't,
0: they didn't group Rebel Wilson's into the nope. Cats performance in <laughs> nope. there? Okay. Um.
1: Wh- well, we're support. That was for worst actress. Ah. Uh. We're supporting actress, Jessica Chastain, Dark Phoenix. Cassie Davis, A Medea Family Funeral. Judy Dench, Cats. Vanessa <laughs> Pineda, Rambo. Rebel Wilson, Cats. <laughs> Worst supporting actor, James Corden, cats.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tyler Perry as Joe in a Medea family funeral. Tyler Perry as Uncle Heathrow in a Medea family funeral. <laughs> so, for those keeping track, he now has three, three Rassi nominations. <laughs> two for worst supporting actor and one for worst actor. <laughs> Seth Rogen in Zeroville, Bruce Willis in Glass. Also recommended on this podcast <laughs> by yours truly. Worst screen combo. This is kind of the fun ones. Yeah. Worst screen combo. Any two half feline, half human hairballs, cats. <laughs> Jason DeRulo and his CGI neutered bulge, cats. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry. Or Tyler Perry, a Medea family funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone and his impotent rage, Rambo. John Travolta and any screenplay he accepts. <laughs> Not for a movie, just any screenplay he accepts. Yeah, No movie. Worst director, Fred Durst, The Fanatic. Worst director, Fred and James Franco, Zeroville. Adrian Grunberg for Rambo. Tom Hooper for Cats. Neil Marshall, Hellboy. Worst screenplay, Cats. Haunting of Sharon Tate, Hellboy, A Medea Family Funeral, Rambo. Worst remake, ripoff, or sequel, Dark Phoenix, Godzilla, Hellboy, Medea, Rambo. Worst reckless regard for human life and public property. Dragged Across Concrete, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Hellboy, Joker, Rambo First Blood. (laughs) Razzie Redeemer Awards. So this is stuff that like they had won in the, I think, or had been nominated or won for in the last year or two years and then have like turned around to actually like be good. Do something good. So these are like the, the, yeah, the good ones. Eddie Murphy for Dolomite Is My Name. Keon Reeves for John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum and Toy Story 4. Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems, Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, and Will Smith for Aladdin. Weird. That was thrown in there, but... Yeah. So I always enjoy like looking at the Razzies, and I think a lot of people take it... Like, John Travolta probably wouldn't, but... Because he went hard Dude, for Fnatic.
0: The year that um, Attack of the Clones came out, is okay. that the second one? Uh-huh. Dude, look up the Razzies from... Not on this podcast, but the Razzies from that year are so brutally funny, especially about Anakin and Padme. Padme. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just like their worst... Like the the kiss and like... oh, Oh, man. It's really good.
1: They're so fun. Well, they mentioned in this article this year that normally they're released... I think the day before, um, or they're announced like right before the Oscars or something. Uh-huh. But they were like, you know, because we lost a week this year. Um, normally, the Oscars are a week later, or more yeah, than the, that.
0: they moved the well, they moved the Oscars up a month. Yeah. this year, yeah,
1: um, and so the Razzies are like, we're gonna announce it when we want to announce it or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's been they're that's, moving, they're going back. It's already been back.
0: yeah, it was already they they the moment they did it, they recognized that was an error. But it was too late to rectify it because they had already, you know, booked the venue and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that's gonna. Little Women basically is the main suffer sufferer of.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Of that, um, <clears throat> yeah. In a very different year, I think there's a whole like backlash cycle against 1917. Probably, um, again, we don't know the results. By the time you guys hear this, you'll know the results. Yeah, uh, it is, Vegas is uh predicting a more or less nineteen seventeen sweep uh-huh um which is a bummer that movie's good i like I, I i enjoyed my time in that movie. It was not one of the best even five films that I saw this year mm-hmm. so but yeah it's really i mean there's some really cool tricks in it um, yeah, I
1: liked it a lot i w- I definitely fell for the i was in yeah i was but
0: i was the the story for me did almost nothing yeah so Surprise! Unsurprising. Surprise. Yep. All right. Well, that is to be fair. The story, like uh, with Tom and Baratheon and what's his face, um, until the plane crash, mm-hmm. I actually kind of dug. I was like in, and then the solo journey, I just did not feel at all. Gotcha. Um, there were too many Deus Ex Machinas, and just like I, I. I never fully believed that what's his face was as committed to his friend as this journey would make him seem. Mm. So mm. but that's just me. Roger Deacons does fucking great work. The art the art direction's incredible. Yeah. Um the sound is obviously incredible. All the yeah. like below the line words, they, there are a lot of great technical achievements. I just don't know that it actually mashes up to a great movie.
1: Gotcha. In your opinion?
0: No, objectively. Okay. Great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> This is how this works, John. Right. I'm right, and then you can talk for a little bit. Good. (laughs) Yep, that's about right.
1: (laughs) Okay, Ron, take it away.
0: Well, for all of us here at Channel 4 News, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. And thanks for stopping by. But mainly, stay classy.
1: This week's edition of Streaming in the Buff. That's another song that I could do. Streaming in the Buff and it's streaming. Streaming in the Buff streaming. Okay. Um. Yeah, where we pick an avocado <laughs> and give cats. you it out of the
0: bunch of avocados.
1: Yeah. You, you, and we also talk about... Perfectly um, ripe
0: avocado. Yeah. Come on. The <laughs> metaphor was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: yes it was brett it was very good uh yeah so my recommendation this week is cheer on netflix ah yes i everybody's been talking about cheer yep yeah, and i'm going to second it because i was like oh, i'll turn it on uh have you ever seen last chance you do you ever watch that nope it's by the same people that did that show and uh and i love last chance you it's, it's a documentary right mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And it's people are like are going on about. I think last Ch- chance you made a a pretty big splash when it came on the scene. Well, I mean I know it did, but Cheers seems to be a little more uh, accessible, maybe to to more people. Yeah, I mean um, they did an
0: SNL sketch about sketch sketch about it. Yeah, sketch. <laughs> This sketch,
1: Yeah. Uh, it's the same people. They, you know, they, uh, Last Chance U I, I suggest as well. if Especially, so for those of you who have already seen Cheer, watch Last Chance U. If you liked what happened in Cheer, Last Chance U is the same type of thing. So um, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Cheer uh, is a documentary uh, series, hour long episodes, where they follow a Cheer team at a junior college in Texas, Corsicana, Texas. Last chance to you. Sorry, cheer. That's cheer. what cheer is. Okay. I thought cheer. cheer was in Florida. Nope. Okay. Uh I mean they go to Florida for when they go to nationals and gotcha. In Tampa. I think it's Tampa. Is that where nationals are? Uh I think it's Tampa. Anyway, so that's when it goes to Florida. But yeah, the the, the JUCO is in Corsicana, Texas. Okay. And uh and it's one of the they've this this junior college has won it all, like 13 times oh wow so they're an incredible program and what's great about it is that you know they they sort of break down this stereotype of cheerleaders Uh and what they you know are supposed to be what we think of them as and also elucidate some of the stereotypes like yeah this is there and this is why uh, and that kind of thing um and go toward the athleticism of it you know where they're like yeah we have to do these rally cheer rallies and we have to do the football games but that like that's not what we do yeah you know we compete and the the events and the and the not events the routines that they do and um the athleticism and it is it is incredible and then you start to you know follow this and this is why i mentioned last chance you cuz they do the same kind of thing with this with in that show But you get to learn more about, uh, these people and why they're, why they are the way they are and why they struggle in certain elements and, um, you know, and what has held them back and, and why their, their drive is so passionate and fiery and, and you just kind of fall in love with them and you start really rooting for these people. And, and man, it's, it's, it's a great ride and uh the the last chance use about football programs yep um and is what that one's about and the reason i mention keep mentioning it is because the director i can't remember his name right now after he did film cheer he came out and he was like these people are far and away the best athletes i've ever filmed and worked with cool and you're like "But well, you just did 4 years with football program like the best juco football in the state you know in the country you know and you're like no yeah. these people like so it's it's awesome it's a like cry worthy and you know you're you're just on the ride and i love it awesome man so that's on netflix that sounds great think eight or ten episodes
0: awesome um yeah that sounds very interesting um my recommendation is a show that came out in 2016. It's on Amazon Prime called The Night Manager. Yes. Sydney and I, we finally watched The Night Manager. Uh, and I actually think this may have been one of your recommendations many moons ago. Could be. Um, I don't quite remember. But uh, it stars Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie. Uh, but more importantly, it stars Olivia Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you sense a trend in the things that I've been watching? <laughs> uh she, of course, is acting everybody out of the fucking water in this show um though Tom Hiddleston and Hugh laurie are both are both excellent well, yeah, as, well. as well it's it's a you know international g- crime drama involving illicit weapon sales, and there's just a lot of like um. Vacation porn cinematography. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Um, there's a, a couple extended sequences where they're in Mallorca, uh, where Hugh Laurie's character has his, like, fucking fort of a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really, really stunning. Elizabeth Debicki is also in this movie, or this, this show, and she's excellent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some other really, like, uh, other character actors that you'll recognize if you watch a lot of British TV that pop up here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a really compelling, uh, really compelling show. They do a really good job with their cliffhangers and things like that. Um, The script is suspect at times. It's not perfect um, and can be a little bit clunky. But in terms of like pure entertainment, it really moves at a good clip. There's action sequences, um, quality drama. and you get to see Tom Hiddleston do something else other than be a Marvel supervillain. Yeah, right. Um and Olivia Coleman is so, so excellent. Mm-hmm. Um she's so good. Yeah, after that came out, there was a huge push for uh Tom Hiddleston to be the next Bond. Uh yeah, that would make sense. So it's yeah, the the, the show has very Bond vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, especially the way that it's shot, like there's boat scenes and car chases and mm-hmm. like yeah. And elegance, because isn't oh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston's the night manager of a hotel, right? And, yeah, and, that's, and the, that's how it starts. Uh-huh, yeah, in uh-huh. it, like in Cairo. Yeah. Oh, um, right. In Cairo, that's right. With, yeah, it starts in the the um uh, admits the Arab Spring. Mm-hmm. Um It is yeah, it's really, really, really good. I'm glad it's only six you, episodes. I'm
1: glad that you found that, uh, or saw that because I was when I, I saw it on it was like it's on Amazon if I didn't say that yeah I'm glad that yeah because I, I couldn't find it it wasn't on any streaming services for a while and I've always wanted to revisit it so but now I'm so yes. glad you found it on Amazon Prime yep yay I'm gonna watch that soon yeah I really had a good time with that show yeah Olivia, it won a God. bunch of awards yeah
0: Olivia Coleman and Tom Hiddleston both won Golden Globes for it I think it won both Golden or won a Golden Globe for best series. uh-huh um, that's kind of how it got on the map people are like Oh, this is. Good. Oh, yeah, I it should. was one of those award shows where people were like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and who is she? Yeah. Um, and now of course Olivia Coleman is becoming a household name very quickly mm-hmm. uh, after her Oscar win last year for one of my favorite films, The Favorite. The Favorite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, in Queen Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why she's the household name. Yeah. Um, right. From The Crown. Mm-hmm. So. Yay. That's where I live. Night manager. Yes. Good. Good wreck. That's a good wreck oh thanks no it is it's a great rec i like i'm I'm
1: excited about that recommendation
0: the way you said that is like finally something he says worth watching jesus finally something not from the
1: 70s (laughs) (laughs) just kidding just kidding cool god damn it why is this always so weird no we've done a hundred some odd episodes over three years of this I still don't know what to do here. Yep. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. good.
0: Yep. Oh, man. Join us for the following previews.
1: All right, Popeye's here. Put your hands on your heads. Get off the bar and get on the wall. What's my name? Popeye Popeye Doyle. If he doesn't like you, he'll take you apart. And it's all perfectly legal because Doyle fights dirty. You want to take a ride there, fat man? And plays rough. Anybody want a milkshake? Doyle is bad news, but he's a good cop.
0: We're going now. Bye. How many times have I been down hearted, looked up and saw him smiling like a shining dime? Yeah. And hoped that he would stay and tell me why he was so happy if he had a time. Who
1: is that clown? Jewish Lucky. What about the last of Big Time spenders? You make him? No, are you? spreading it around like the russians are in jersey they say we stick around and give them a tail our friend's name is boca salvatore boca b-o-c-a well downtown they're pretty sure you pulled off a contract on a guy named demarco that's not a drop i'll open up a charge for you bloomingdale's b-o-c-a doesn't mess and then on our own after working a whole day and night we tailed
0: the Brooklyn, and we sat on it for practically a week now who do we come up with
1: the french connection A millionaire exporter with a record too clean to be true, and Doyle knows it. But he's been known to make mistakes. Your hunches have backfired before, Doyle. This time, he can't afford to be wrong. hasn't gone down. I, I,
0: I know it hasn't. I can, I can feel it. I'm dead certain. Last time you're dead certain, we went for dead cop.
1: Uh, all
0: right, let's hit him. Hit him! <laughs> all right, nobody move! Put your hands in the air!
1: The stakeout. I'll oh, It's me, it's me. The payoff. <laughs> the chase. Don't stop. Hey,
0: coach, you all right? Thanks everybody for listening to this week's episode of the storyboard. Be sure to join us next week, Monday, February seventeenth, as we explore one of my unseen uh, bucket list movies, The French Connection.
1: French Connection.
0: Yes, exactly. It's just about a bunch of French people. Yep. Making just connections. Making connections. They play connect. Four. That's all. We've, <laughs> I've never seen it, so that's what that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're French? I'm French. What a connection. <laughs> that's just a <laughs> Oh, no. Uh,
1: that's good. <clears throat> yes. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Movies in the Buff. Twitter at Buff Movies. You can email us, too. You can email us at watchingmoviesinthebuff at gmail.com. You can find us on our website, com. I like how I just make awkward eye contact with you as a, as I do this. Yep. You can rate, review, subscribe. Oh, boy. Oh boy, this is getting awkward. Uh yeah, we we like that. Spread the word of mouth. Um that's <laughs> a weird. Spread, yeah, <laughs> spread spread the good word. Spread the good word of mouth. In <laughs> of news of mouth of words. Uh yeah, if you like what you're listening to, definitely rate review subscribe. I'm going to say that again because we need people to rate review
0: subscribe to get our numbers up. Come on people, help us out. Yeah, it put it, if you don't know The more we're highly rated and the more reviews we have, the higher we appear on people's searches. Yep. Even if you just say, great, that's all we
1: need. Doesn't matter. Even if you don't like us, get all of your friends to just be like, (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) 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 It was cool. (laughs) Uh, All right. And with that, I I think it's time for Humphrey to take it to the baby town. I'm no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. Someday you'll understand that. Now, now. Here's looking at you, kid.